Welcome to Your Health Simplified. I'm your host, Tiffany Colbertson, a certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, and senior fitness specialist. And I'm here to help you, well, simplify your health. Let's get to it. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Your Health Simplified. A while back on Instagram, I created a poll and asked if you wanted to hear about how zone two training was impacting my fitness or if you wanted to hear how I was increasing my training load and staying pain and injury free. Um, The results of the poll were obviously the zone two was more voted on. So I already did that one. But as my mother stated in the DMs, I know you're going to give us both episodes. So yes, here is episode number two. I'm going to keep this short and sweet, mainly because I want you to have this information. And if it's long winded, you probably will not stay tuned in. Okay, so we're going to start with why I am increasing my training load. So my goal has always been to get back to running at a higher level. If you're not familiar with my journey, I had to quit running in 2018. I developed severe hip bursitis, among other issues, and I was unable to run, let alone work out. Took a while, a long while, to start rehabbing that. I actually didn't start running again until the beginning of 2022 consistently. I was able to do some off and on, but it would cause too much pain, so That has been my goal is to get back to running at a level that if I just want to go out and run 10 miles, my body has the ability to do that. Um, And of course, in order to do that, you have to increase your training load. You can't just run a mile here or two miles there and be able to go out and run 10 miles one day. So that is the main reason for increasing my training load. Um, And let's just get to it. The things that I'm doing first and foremost is I have had to learn to prioritize high quality sleep, stretching, and rest days. So high quality sleep, I've done a lot of podcasts about it. I have done several newsletters. I talk about it in on Instagram. Not going to go too much in depth there, but we do know that sleep is a huge driver of Um, recovery for your body and how your body performs among other things mental health all I mean you just need to get better sleep so that is first and foremost what I I do Um, and then stretching so I have a tight Achilles that was causing what we thought was plantar fasciitis but it's not it's this tight Achilles that was causing some severe pain every time I tried to run my foot would hurt so bad I couldn't put pressure on it it was horrible Um, So I have to make sure that I am taking care of those Achilles very well, Um, as well as stretching out my, especially my right quad, hip flexor and glutes, which is the side that I had hip bursitis on. Those three stretches um, are priority after every single run or spin spin session. I can get away with not stretching after strength training, um, because it's not such repetitive movement, but spinning or running, I have to stretch. If I do not stretch, I will start getting some aches and we're not going backwards. We're only going forward. So um, sleep is first and foremost, and then stretching after every run, every spin session, it's non-negotiable. 
really is. Um, if I want to train at a higher level, I have to then take care of my body at a higher level. I have to implement higher level habits in order to do so. Um, and rest days. I have to realize that it's okay to take rest days. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that this last weekend I took two rest days, Saturday and Sunday. I still got my steps in. I did some leisure walks. Um, but I did not work out. I didn't do anything higher intensity than just walking down the road. Um, and that has to be okay, especially when you are training more frequently throughout the week. So first and foremost, I had to be prepared to prioritize high quality sleep, stretching, and rest days. Next up, I had to make sure that I had a strong foundation for my body. For me, that is strength training. That is what I started back with once I could move my body without my hip bursitis flaring up, causing me severe pain. Um, I started with very minimal strength training. I was able to progress it to three times per week. That's my sweet spot. I can get away with two strength sessions a week for a couple weeks, but honestly, my body does better with those three sessions. Um, and so I prioritize making sure that I get those done. While I would love to prioritize running, I can't run if my body is in a flared up state. I have to do everything possible to keep my body comfortable. And that is strength training. We know that strength training helps reduce the risk of injury. That's uh, help re- reduce the risk of injuries. Come on, Tiff, speak it. Um, and it helps alleviate aches and pains because you are um, creating changes in your muscles and how your body moves. Um, strength training is great for creating new movement patterns. So that is why strength training is my foundation creating new movement patterns, keeping me pain and injury free. I strength train three times a week. Um, And then I add in the running. Um, So cool. That's what I do. Great sleep, stretching, rest, and then strength strength train three times a week. And then I add in running. Sounds simple, but here's the thing. I have to then alter the intensity of everything. I can't go balls out on every single strength session, every single run and a spin session once or twice a week. That is not going to give my body what it needs to be able to sustain this balance of movement of how much movement that I want to do with my body every week. So I generally pick one session per week to go balls out on. It could be a run or it could be a spin session. Honestly, it just depends on what I'm feeling for that week. Um, and the rest are at a low end moderate to easy pace. So far, that has been what is keeping me enjoying the process and being able to sustain the process um, without any major flare ups as long as I stretch. Just going to toss that in there because most of us don't stretch. So really looking at the intensity of what I'm doing and making sure that even if in my mind, I'm like, yeah, my body can do this. I have to look at the broader picture. Each workout is its own. Each run is its own, but it impacts what I'm doing the next day or the day after. So you have to scale back some of the intensity in order to add more to your day, to your week. 
yes, sometimes I add it to my day, sometimes I add it to my week. But overall, reduce the intensity so that you can have more of it. And that combo has been magic for my body. Um, So let's just talk a little bit specifically what I'm doing with strength training. I'm doing functional fitness. Nothing crazy. I don't do extreme moves, no burpees, nothing that I know is going to flare up my hip bursitis. Um, So heavy squats um, tend to be the worst on it. So I try not to do super heavy with my squats um, or a lot of them. Um, that kind of thing. Deadlifts are fine. So, but I do functional fitness. So I'm making sure that I'm hitting movement patterns that I also use in everyday life and doing all of the planes of motion. So front, back, side to side, um, diagonals, a little bit of, you know, twisting, that sort of thing, because that's how we live everyday life. We don't only move in a squat position up and down. Sometimes we're squatting down to reach for something. We're lifting up overhead. We're turning to give a kid something in the back seat. So functional fitness, that is what um, I excel in as a fitness professional, but it's also what my own personal body loves the best. So functional fitness three times a week. Um, and then Running, I switched to heart rate training. I was doing um, just time-based and trying to get back into monitoring my pace. It wasn't enjoyable and it was really difficult and I didn't understand why. Um, It looked a little bit more into zone two and some heart rate training and I switched all of my training over to heart rate based. Um, Because of that, I also found that my Garmin watch has a slew of plans. Um, and it can give me recommendations and I can switch those recommendations from, uh, pace based to heart rate based. And that has been a huge game changer. And it really does keep me honest with my intensity and making sure that when I'm supposed to be running easy, I'm running easy. And it honestly has been such a huge blessing. I really enjoy it. I'm I understand heart rate training now a lot better than I ever have before. I believe in the impacts of it and um, have seen the impacts on my own body and my own training. So I have learned to let my ego go and run off of my heart rate, knowing that eventually it'll get easier. My paces will get faster. My heart rate will stay lower, but I have to stay committed to the process. Um, spinning wise, when it comes to spinning, um, I like to do power zone training. It's on the Peloton bike. I don't know if any other bikes have it. Um, and again, that helps me stay honest with my efforts. I like to do the endurance ones. So staying in a low to moderate range, I have done a couple higher intensity ones, um, but they're short in duration. And again, that is just to make sure that I'm doing what's best for my body and, making sure that I can recover well after so that I can do whatever is on the schedule the next day. Um, I started doing yoga more frequently. One of my clients is a yoga instructor. She does virtual classes. Um, and I have started doing that and learning to just let it be hard because it is very hard for me. But again, moving my body in a different way. Running is very repetitive. Spinning is very repetitive. I love both of those things. Those are my favorite ways to move my body, Um, but it's very repetitive and our bodies are beautifully created to move in so many different ways and I make sure that I do that with my strength training and with my yoga. Um, 
so yeah, that is how I am making sure that I can increase my training, um, maintain the joy that I have for moving my body and for running, not making it an obsession, um, and doing so while keeping my body pain and injury free right now. Um, just a quick little too long, didn't read at the end of this here. Um, sleep, stretching, rest are a must. Um, those have to be spot on. And then strength training is my foundation because that is what keeps my body healthy for a, hopefully forever, right? Like hopefully in 40 years, I am still able to strength train. And then I add in um, my cardio, which is mainly running with a little bit of spinning, but I monitor those intensities and I make sure that about 80% of them are at an easy pace. One per week is at a higher intensity. Now I'm choosing my cardio to be at that higher intensity because that is my main goal. If my main goal was building muscle mass or to hit a specific lift at a specific weight, I would choose my harder effort to be at a strength session. But for me, it's my cardio. So that is what I, I want to progress in my cardio. I do want to run faster and I do want to be able to run further eventually down the road at some point. So that's what I'm practicing. That's why I'm doing the intensity in that modality and not in strength training. So I hope that is helpful. I hope that if you are debating on seeing what your body can do, that you take this advice to heart and make sure that if you want your body to perform like an athlete, that you also have the habits of an athlete. And that is, you know, great hydration, um, adequate nutrition. I don't know what great would look like for you or me, (laughs) just an everyday woman, right? Like my nutrition is, is a roller coaster. Um, I'm happy with it, so I'm not changing it, but great hydration, great nutrition, You need to sleep. You need to take care of your body. That includes stretching and resting. You need to make sure that you are moving in more ways than one. So if you want to run, you still need to strength train and possibly even add in some yoga or Pilates or something else. Um, If you love lifting, you still need to get some cardio for heart health. Um, And then making sure that most of it, 80% of your work throughout the week is at an easy intensity. Maybe pick one thing to push a little bit harder on. Um, and give yourself grace. You want to be able to be doing this 40 years from now, 50 years from now. Um, I'm 36. I want to, if I'm living into my eighties, I want to be moving my body into my eighties. I want to be going to the bathroom by myself, washing my own butt. That's what I want. That's my goal. That's what I'm training for. No more letting my ego drive me. I did that. I crashed and burned like a mofo. Um, not doing that again. So definitely, doing this from a health focus, keeping my foundation strong and, um, finding the balance, knowing that if I did push harder one week, um, I had like 16 plus 18 plus miles, something like that. And I didn't get to spin and it actually was like, I don't want to run. I, that's not what I want. So I will continue to work on the balance while increasing it, making sure that, um, I'm enjoying the process because I love moving my body. I love to run. I love to spin. I don't really like strength training or yoga yet, but I love how they make my body feel. I'm just not in love with the movement itself, the exercise modality itself. Um, but it benefits me and I, and I love that for myself. So 
Um, if you have any questions, please let me know. If you want help with your training, I have a couple programs that are pre-made and available. Otherwise, I do one-to-one coaching. All of that info is over on Instagram at tiffstartsliving, um, but you can also email me at contact.thecollaboration at gmail.com. Those will be in the show notes, and I will see you next week. Enjoy your training. Thank you for listening. Please do not forget to subscribe and share this episode if you found it helpful. A review would also be fabulous. You can find me most days hanging out over on Instagram at Tiff Starts Living. And if you ever need to contact me, my email will be in the show notes. Have a wonderful day. I will see you next time.